Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Well, 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 well. Well, 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 well. Well, Hello, and welcome to the Spookies Podcast. I'm your host, Michael, the Pumpkin King of Cancel Culture. And I am Stephanie, the Wicked Witch of the East. And we have had some technical difficulties, so you will not be getting the axe murder slash broken mirror craziness this week. You will be getting a Q&A session that we were able to record successfully. The other files were corrupted. I think it's a conspiracy. Grace Randolph, George Soros, one of those bastards. And not an SD card issue. When no, we that's boring. That's a boring answer. We go for crazy here. So, all righty then. Without further ado, here are your questions and our answers. Welcome back. And now we are going to take some of your listener comments and questions and comment on our own. (laughs) They're always great, folks. (laughs) So my first one is from um, an Apple review. We finally got reviews. Two. Two. Listen, fuckers, we asked you to fucking review us and you haven't done it yet. What the hell? I'm waiting. I'm waiting for some good five-star reviews. I'm not... I'm not cussing anymore after this. This guy scared me. <laughs> he's he's beaten me into submission. Sure he has. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this dude, this dude says, good potential, expandable vocabulary. It's your friend. Bitch. Two stars. Two stars. Great subjects. Voices are easy to listen to. Why, thank you. I agree. I disagree. Maybe not yours. I know. That's what I mean. Professional flow. Mm-hmm. But why is there so much gratuitous, vulgar language? Because I fucking like to say it. There is so much swearing that it's meaningless, is it? Like an 11-year-old that just learns swear words and uses them in every other statement. I fucking do not. This guy is triggered, man. It's not edgy or impactful. Are you fucking sure? It makes you sound stupid, and I can tell that you're not stupid at all. That's a backhanded fucking compliment right there. Also... It drags down your guests. Elevate your game. You have everything when else were, in place. When were we cussing with guests? Um, with we, Darren, not at all. I think I had maybe a couple shits or fucks when we talked to Chris. That's nowhere near the norm. So I think I've sworn more in this past like five seconds reading this than mm, maybe all of our podcasts. And I said time. nothing. Notice, guys. <laughs> I listen to feedback. <laughs> He's really mad that there's a woman cussing because it was mostly me. Yeah, well, whatever. It's a typical it's a typical male response that women aren't allowed to use our face. They should have been happy that you said you believed in the face on Mars and you went full crazy. They should be happy with us. <laughs> I mean, why aren't they happy? You you went there with Knowles. You guys you just went off in outer space. Well, I think someone said that I was crazy for believing that there was a face on yeah, Mars. Yeah, but this guy he clear I think this was one of Knowles' fans. So well, he should have been happy, you know. We we all pretty much agreed too so i will say the majority of his fans have been very nice so this is not an attack on any no it's fans. not not um <laughs> there's just occasionally maybe we get this these... maybe this isn't maybe this is some other guy i, don't, I know. don't know it's misogyny it's bullshit i don't care i can speak with all the words 
of the books I have read. All the words of the books. All the wor- all the, the coloring books. <laughs> Adult coloring books. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. I choose to swear because it's fun. It's fun, and okay? And she wants to be edgy. Uh, yeah, I'm trying really hard to edgelord my ass up. She's still a teenager. I'm still a pirate. <laughs> Bitch, I haven't lost my 12-year-old boy fucking sense of humor, and it has never been a lady sense of humor. It's always been like a Beavis and Butthead style of sense of humor, and I'm okay with that. I'm yeah, fine with that. I'm not into fart jokes. So. That shit's funny. <laughs> Toilet humor is funny. Well, Boner men should like it. Then, are also funny. It's male humor, so they should like this. No, no, they don't like it because when a lady says it, we, we have to be dainty little flowers, okay? We're not allowed to have any vulgarness to our personalities. Ew. Yeah. Mm, how dare our sweet little mouths be filthy? Well, do you have something else to read? I do. Something positive. I do have something positive. Yeah. Hold on. I have to find it. I have to find it. Now, now they're going to think we're... Uh... We're mad or something. We're not mad. No, we're not mad. I'm just being facetious. Look, a big word. Stephanie knows them. <laughs> I'm inconsolable. <laughs> so this email, I was really excited to get this email um, because I admire her work so much. It's this like is... the longest email we've ever gotten. It's like I a... know because she's she a wrote ri- an, She wrote a novel. She's a writer. Well, she's a novelist. Her so name it makes is, sense. She wrote a novel. She's, her name is Deidre Gould. She wrote the After the Cure series. It is they're zombie books, but they are not your typical zombie books. And I would love to have her on. I need to write her and ask her because she just had a new book drop. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I asked to have somebody on this week, but he's an asshole and scared of us, so he won't come on. Who's that? I'm oh, not, I'm not gonna say his name. Oh, I remember now. Yeah, I'm not saying his name. <laughs> Never mind. Back to Deidre's interesting. He looks like James email. Corden. That's all I'll say. So here it goes. She said, uh, and the, the um, subject line, a hopefully good fan mail. And it is, it's really good. I liked it. I laughed a lot. I hope you guys laugh too. She says, hi. So I finally caught a break to listen to part two of the Donner Party. And it made me sad to hear that you were getting hate mail. And also weird stalker mail. I know we get a, we get a lot. And also complainy demandy mail. So I thought I'd send a hopefully nice mail to balance things out a tiny bit. My normal job is writing novels. She's so good. But what most people don't know is that my husband and I grow medical cannabis on the side. That's right. I grow the marijuanas. <laughs> oh, the marijuana thing. Yeah. The, mar- <laughs> the marijuana. I forgot that guy's name, but yeah. Who, who wrote us about the marijuanas? Some boomer. <laughs> I don't know. All the boomers look and sound alike. She says, it's legal here, but there is a shortage in the medical supply. That means people who really need it for pain management can't easily get it right now or have to pay through the nose to get it. So both of us have loved ones who were cancer patients and knowing how dire that need is, we started growing it this last year to both make a little extra money and to hopefully give people a break if we can. Anywho, that all might sound rebellious and sordid, but really it's super labor intensive and tedious because we aren't talking like two plants in a closet here. We're talking dozens and dozens per harvest. Oh my. Trimming it takes literal days. Uh, that's Yeah, it sounds boring. Yeah. Tedious. Very tedious. Yeah. So I've started listening to your podcast while I trim to keep my brain busy. And I'm very much enjoying it. That made my heart so happy. I was so pleased. Yeah, she was jumping up and down. Yeah, because I really like Deidre. <laughs> She's very talented. And uh, I think she should be published. Anywho, myself. Let me see. Where am I at? Where am I at? She said, I started out of order with the Donner Party because I am fascinated by the story. And not just because of what I write. But I've gone back to the beginning of your cast. I have caught up yet. I'm about to start Satanic Panic. Because I, too, am a fresh, young 28 who clearly remembers Dee Snyder mopping the floor with Tipper Gore. <laughs> yeah, we're all 28. Yeah. No, I'm 25. Don't you forget. I thought you were 24. Oh. I've lost track. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really young. I mean, don't you know? I talk like a 12-year-old. So, I mean, here we go. I've lost track. I'm, I must be a Zoomer. That's very Judy you, of you're me. You're something. <laughs> She says, I found all of your podcasts interesting and fun, even the sad ones, and I'm happy to listen to whichever cases that you decide to cover, because if you're interested in it, you'll likely make it intriguing to listeners, too. Thank you, Stephanie, for cleaning out the White House with your spell. (laughs) But next time someone asks how many virgins you sacrifice, the correct answer is all of them. That's why you can't find any. And I think that is the correct answer. Yeah. All of them. You hear me? (laughs) There are none left. (laughs) Oh, I'm just glad we got a positive. <laughs> she says, I hope you'll forgive me for 
breaking what appears to be tradition when I do not ask you about your marital stand- status and or sexual proclivities or proposition you because that's just fucking obnoxious and rude. I know. It's, it's the gross. internet. <laughs> it's the internet. <laughs> she says, from one Big Mac Biden feminist to another, thanks for entertaining me while I stick to stick it to Big Pharma and grow the marijuanas. And I can't wait to listen to more. And I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy yeah. somebody listened to the Donner Party. I thought nobody ever. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think they're they're really good episodes. I do I do want to um, turn it into one and actually add some. I have finally started learning software to edit these podcasts. I want to go better. back and re-record the Beast of Javadon because that's in a really interesting yeah because that was our very first and one I and it's do just like, kind of messy. The whole, yeah, as one episode just and redo it. There's some stuff I want to add too. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Deidre, for for, for writing in. Yeah, and, thank you. Um. I hope we get to collab in the future. Yeah. That would be really, really cool. And if you guys haven't checked out her books, they're the After the Cure series. And uh, they're not they're not your typical books. They are fucking scary. And she recently just did some uh, prequels to that yeah. as well. And I think the first one is even free. So you can get them on any of the ebook sites. And uh, unfortunately, they're not, they're not published into paperback. So my mom can't read them because she has issues with the touchpad stuff. Oh, so they're Kindle or yeah. So like Ken- iBook, Kindle, Nook, iBooks, all that stuff. They're on there. Yeah, it's okay. great. Well, there you go, guys. Yeah, and I, I'm passionate about it because when I really like a book, I want everyone to read it. I'm like, it's so good. You have to check it out. That's the way I was when I read Dune for the first time. I freaked out. I was like, how come everybody hasn't read this? It's so good. Yeah, I, I can't get through that book. <laughs> I love it. I'm not. I don't have my vocabulary is not big enough. So. <laughs> yeah, my my vocabulary is so small that I my tiny pea brain could not comprehend. I am going to see the, the movie. multitudes of Dune. I am going to see the movie though because it's got explosions. So <laughs> that's why I go to movies. Explosions. Explosions. Uh, Ted Mann, very masculine name, mm-hmm. says uh, I am convinced that Stephanie is behind the downfall of Western civilization. I always want to say it like Bane, Western civilization. That's a joke, right? I don't know. <laughs> At least she has a nice voice. Well, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say, oh, Ted, she is behind far more than the downfall of Western civilization. <laughs> you think small, my friend, like your dick. <laughs> my powers are large and mighty. You have anything else to say about Ted, man? Ted man. Guy man. <laughs> it is guy man. That's Ted an X-Files man. reference for yeah. you guys. Well, listening. we're about to get into X-Files again in a minute here. Guy man. Look, man, I'm sorry that you have to have sex with only your hand. I know that gets boring, but get a better personality. You might meet someone who wants to. Well, his name a... is Ted man. His name is Captain Cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> Ted man. No one wants to fuck that. I am man. Ted man. Yeah, I'm, I'm convinced that most of these troll... Uh, comments and emails that we get are from people who never get laid and that's why they're pissed it's a, off. It's like a He-Man character. Ted Man. Yeah. Man of Ted. And if I'm the downfall of Western civilization, that's not my fault. It's you can't attract somebody. Western civilization. It's Western civilization. <laughs> like, like pain. I don't even know what that fucking means. <laughs> it's the way Bane and Dark Knight. No, I just mean like the racist. I don't understand. <laughs> don't get it. Okay. As if the whole world is Western civilization. Lynn Anderson asked, <laughs> I saw your tweet about voodoo. That's right. We tweeted because, you know, we just talked about voodoo. Has there ever been an accurate representation of voodoo in a film, book, or TV show? Thank you both for doing what you do. Not really. Um, but there is a decent portrayal of voodoo in an X-File episode called Fresh Bones from the second season. And oddly enough, it gets a lot of hate for not being accurate. It gets that, but it's also because it's it's about them actually investigating a case. Do you think it's just because white people are uncomfortable with voodoo in general? It's scary. And they're like, Ugh. It's a very scary episode. Oh my God, it might be demonic. And we just don't like looking at it. Well, <laughs> African Satanism, as we said. Right. Um, But no, it gets a lot of hate because it's where they're on a case. It's about the death of a Marine who allegedly committed suicide. And... They unearth some disturbing truths. I'm not going to spoil it at a Haitian refugee camp. It's actually more relevant now than it was 25 years ago. Oddly enough, yes, it's very relevant. But it's a really creepy episode. It's really good. Mm -hmm. Um, And it treats voodoo as a legitimate religion. And it kind of twists. There's some ideas in there about cultural appropriation. And I'm not a big fan of that term, but they do it really well. Um, And it's really scary. But uh, the fans don't like it because, again, it's a case. It's a scary episode. They want to see Mulder and Scully fucking. That's all they care about. (laughs) 
They want to see them just fucking on it's TV. It's such a good episode. I don't understand the hate on the hate Chris on Carter really is good. very proud of this episode, by the way. He it's said a it, very good episode. He was very proud of the way it turned out. Yeah, yeah. And Rob it, Bowman did a great job. I think it, it I do think it treats voodoo very respectfully. Um and, and they do this actually with Wicca and Witchcraft too. they do go out of their way to, to make sure because it, especially like in the 90s, that's when it, this there was There are starting. some X-Fall episodes that are problematic, it, mostly written by John Shivan. <laughs> We've talked about this. We're right, going to go into it right. again. But, yeah. For the most part, for alter, I would say alternative or more new agey religions or older ones that just aren't as uh, popular, people don't know a lot about them and, and that have been maligned because of Christianity. They've been, for the most part, pretty respectful, I would say. Yeah. I mean, you can make the argument just doing an episode about voodoo is kind of why go there but they do a really good job with it and it's a scary episode and it also is not racist because the villain is ultimately a white man <laughs> uh okay so andrew tarkoff i think that's his name says hey guys two questions one mm-hmm. what's your favorite scary movie what is your favorite scary movie stuff Ooh, oh it's probably something from oh no 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 i know it's dolls I don't know if it still scares me the way it was, but when I was a kid, it was dolls. dolls. It's old as shit. It's hard to find. It scared it's, the shit out of me as a child. It's easy to find. It's, it wasn't easy to find. I is. think, well, may, well, maybe because of streaming, they put it up. It, but for it, the longest time, a, I, I think could not find it. I think a collector's edition Blu-ray of it. I could not find it for years. And then I would say, let's say, scariest movie now. Mm, maybe something by M. Night. I, I don't know. Because those movies create little... I don't know. After after the initial scare factor, creep factor, then they're not as scary. Maybe the first um, Jason movie. Yeah, that uh, one's the fucking first scary. Friday the thirteenth. The first is scary. Friday the thirteenth. God the damn. The first two are yeah. scary. I because I hadn't seen them since we rewatched them like a couple of years ago, and uh, I I only had like my child childhood memory of just kind of seeing them and being kind of in a lot of people don't even realize that jason's not even in the like he well he is at the end but like it's it's you know it's it's not the killer it's not, it's not jason think. yeah exactly the first movie is actually and it's it's got jump scares it's got fake outs it's got all that shit it's just scary second movie oh alien is also very yeah, goddamn scary so yeah i don't know i have a lot of favorites uh my Sorry. favorite scary movie is anything with kathy griffin her face <laughs> gives me nightmares <laughs> i am just terrified whenever she comes on screen i love her <laughs> uh i don't she know she freaks out all the men i think that's one of the reasons i don't know apparently i'm is. not scared by movies i i mean i love horror films but i'm not scared by them uh i think like what scared me was like unsolved mysteries back in the day like, that was fucking creepy. Yeah, yeah, especially the alien stuff. Yeah, that stuff was really creepy. But yeah, the Friday Thirteenth, the two those and Halloween, you know, those, those are scary. Yeah, Slasher. original Halloween, and I even I did like the second one too. I thought that was really scary. Yeah, it is. Even though it's not canon anymore, I still like it. Like, it's my favorite one. But yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and the second question Andrew wants to know is, uh, who do you think is the worst actor? Dean Cain. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Dean Cain, Kevin Sorbo. Um, definitely Vin Diesel. He is so over fucking rated. Family. Family. All he does is go around and kind of just moan and groan and say family, and puts in like the least amount of effort into making a movie. The only movie I ever saw him in where he actually tried was Boiler Room, and that was like twenty some years ago. Vin Diesel always sounds like he's taking a shit. (laughs) Or I said a bad word, but. (laughs) I know. I mean, he really does. He he's sounds really like he, narcissistic. He fucking can't act. He's constipated. He can't act. He's horrible. I think maybe at one point he tried. And then he was like, that's too hard. I'm just going to do cash-in movies like Triple X. Uh, for <laughs> actress, I'd say Kathy Griffin. Um, she really can't act. And the, I love her, but she can't the act. The other one is no. uh, uh, Amber Heard can act. No. Uh, she's beautiful, but she's a sociopath. That woman is crazy. She There's is, she is wrong wooden. Wooden. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, she's actually ruined movies that she's been she's in. She's hot, so I'll give her a pass. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. And then there was one more who she tried to be an actor. Gina. Uh, from Gina Carano. The Mandalorian. My God. And look, this was before her anti-vax racist bullshit. And I was, she was so bad. It was distracting. And the episodes where they had her, the one where they had her in the most, I think it was the first season. And they're on that planet with the blue dye. Everyone's dressed in blue. Yeah, it's the villagers. The villagers and stuff. So Bryce, there's a lot of Gina in that one. Bryce Dallas Howard did that. And one. she can't act. She I just, still like that episode, though. I just don't like she her. She can't even school her face to not even uh, make weird expressions when she should not be making those expressions. So it is absolutely distracting. And I think the best episode she was in was the one where the actor who uh, was Creed, 
in the Rocky movies. That in the finale. Because he doesn't show her fucking face. But the, the finale where, you know. Luke, and she didn't show all of her face the there big... either. Because she can't even hold an expression that is even neutral. So she always has like this weird smirk going on. And it's just, it's so She's irritating. She's not an actor though. And She's I act. So MMA, I think it's fucking annoying. She was an MMA person. <laughs> Yeah, and, but even for someone who can just do fighting, she can't even do that She's without her face. She's not a wrestler, face. though. She's like an MMA sh- retard. So. That's the difference. Like, wrestlers actually have to have a certain amount of charisma and, and acting ability. She has brain damage. She has CTE from her <laughs> MMA. And then she went down. At first, That's I was what... like, she's nice. I'm, I'm glad she's enthusiastic about Star Wars. And then it turns out she's not so nice, and she's being racist to the lead. I just, at first, I thought she was dumb. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, no, she's racist and dumb. So racist and dumb. That's a bad combo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, fuck her. I'll let you say that because I don't cuss anymore. I'm PG over <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> Samantha Klein asked, hey, Michael and Stephanie, what has been the most surprising thing about podcasting? What do you like about it? Really have enjoyed you both. Well, thank you. I appreciate You go that. first because I don't um, I knew it was going to be hard. It's harder than I thought. It takes up all of my energy and time and my brain power. I'm thinking about it all of the time. And Michael still does more of the, the work than I do. I do the research. He does the lion's share of the research because it's harder on me. And uh, I am the talent, <laughs> as I like to say. I But I also like that it is, uh, I have found a newfound sense of creativity and outlet for that. And, and also kind of rediscovered my joy of acting again. Because that yeah. was something that I went to school for. I was going to be an opera singer. And through a series of shitty events with my health, I didn't get to do that. So this has kind of reignited some of that passion for that. And I really hope to pursue well, more it allows, in the future. Yeah. It allows me to kind of cosplay as a investigator, even though we're both not. So <laughs> we're well, web sleuths. Michael is actually a writer. So he went to school for that, too. And it allows him to write. And I yeah. think he does a really good job of that. And, of course, I, I put my spin on it if I'm reading some of these things because it it she hates my writing. My no, um, no, no, no. Uh, the other thing I would say, though, is that, you know, we're on Twitter and uh, I've been kind of in and out of different communities. There's the comic book community, the Star Wars community, but the true crime community has actually been the most friendly and welcoming mm-hmm. community of all. Uh, we've gotten to know some podcasters. Uh, Elena from uh, Morbid has followed us and I was just thrilled because I'm a big fan of hers. It's, yeah, that was really cool. And yeah, and, and talk about listening to our sh- shit and i was like wow she actually like, listened to our yeah. show that like, was so cool now, whether she liked it or not i have no idea i don't know but but you know <laughs> she I, she said she would so that was a big deal for us um but yeah that's just amazing like and you know people are just welcoming and and people are it seems like for, mo- for most people they're trying they're working for a good cause they're trying to f- fight injustice or you know, we want to find Brian. Right. People are pretty emp- empathetic about uh, missing persons cases, uh, no matter, you know, age, gender, creed, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, or murder. Mur- yeah, murders. That It's a justice-minded community. It's an empathetic community. Um, I even think a lot of the people who listen are, are on that same slant. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this. Yeah. You wouldn't be going, well, what, what, what is about this case? What, how can we right a wrong, right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of injustice. I think there are some people that are just weirdos who, like, serial killers and that's not us i mean we like i'm interested in the psychology of serial killers but we're not we're about you know telling people stories and trying and just telling interesting stories storytelling mm-hmm. but and also, also shining a light on on and, cases that aren't getting enough that that has been something that's been kind of rewarding is is uh finding a, a way to have a bigger voice in that yeah because i've always had a had a justice-minded heart myself um just growing up and defending people yeah. <laughs> who were getting picked on. And so that's just kind of a part of my makeup. So I, I that was unexpected for me. And, and I do enjoy that. And I, one case we want to, we want to cover, cause we've talked about Gabby. I want to talk about, um, I think it's Daniel Robertson mm-hmm. and he is the African-American geologist who went missing in Phoenix, Arizona and law enforcement has done jack shit. So are right, you surprised? No, I'm not because it's a young black man. They don't give a fuck. And it's fucking Arizona where they still have signs that says wet back crossing on the highways. I shit you not. I could, I thought they were from You're the You're going to get called racist for just they saying were, this. It was horrific. I just, I was, we, it was in the middle of the night and we were coming up. We were going over these, these big, you know, hills through the mountains as we were driving to San Diego. And these signs, I mean, I, I, I thought I was in another universe. I, I, 
still I that blows my mind. I don't know if that was real or not. If it was a, somebody posed that. No, I, they I were. There were several. There was more than one, and they were clearly made by the state, and they weren't like old as dirt. Because I thought, oh, this has got to be old, and then I saw a brand new one, and that was creepy as shit. Yeah. So, am I surprised? Because no, not not really. That someone could go missing in an area where um, there's a lot of drug trafficking and other unsavory shit that gets swept under the rug. <laughs> I don't think it had anything to do with that. You don't think anything to drug trafficking? No, I think it was personal. That makes it even worse. Yeah. But I know more about the case than you do. So. There is, there is a, um, like a, not a go, well, there is a GoFundMe the, the, his father has started. So yes. make sure it's the, we'll, we'll link some of these on our own, uh, our Facebook page. When we get to, and when Cause we, we're going to do a podcast. We on are. This. It'll be next month. But if you, if you want to, before we get to next month, if you want to go and there's a, uh, I think it's at change.org. It's to get, they're getting, trying to get enough signatures are almost there to get the goddamn police to look into um, Daniel's disappearance. And even if, if they find him before then, hopefully alive, but if, you know, if they find, but we'll still cover the case. Right. So. And I, Cause I think it's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do Henry McKay. That's coming up too. And that's another uh, case of a person of color and an unexplained death or disappearance. So, mm-hmm. okay. Hillary Newton asked, does studying serial killers take its toll on you? Is it draining? Where does your desire to talk about dark subject matter come from? Yeah, it's draining doing the research. I have to say that doing the research on uh, Albert Fish was hard. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's not, I don't, we don't typically just do serial killers. So it's. Well, this is why I don't do a lot of the research because it is too dark. Yeah. But I haven't. We I haven't have really done a lot of, you know, so, serial killers. And Michael episodes. will, well, as he's researching, he's telling me, he's feeding me the information as he's researching. Yeah, because you so need to I know. Am, I need to know it. And he's telling me about it. And it's just like, oh my what God, it's so Al- much. What was the <laughs> Albert Fish comment? This person, you were, they were listening to that episode and what happened? Oh, she was listening to it at work. And I don't think she had headphones on or something. And, and, and one of her coworkers walked by and said, what the fuck are you listening to? Because, <laughs> you know, I it, maybe it was the part where we were reading the oh, horrible letters. Letters. Yeah. Ugh. And uh, yeah, she she thought that was pretty I'm funny. Not, I'm not so much interested in dark stuff. It's I'm interested in the weird and unexplained stuff. You're interested in the psychology of why some of these human beings are built the way they're built. Yeah, we were we were right? last night. We were watching uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. This guy analyzing Jeffrey Dahmer's body language, and uh, it was in- interesting. Um, you come away, you come away from it just thinking this guy is kind of just as baffled as we are in some ways about where he why he has these urges or what what this was i'm not i'm not defending him by the way i'm just saying um, no he's just not your typical serial killer that's why he's odd there's a somewhat of self-awareness there yeah that's not typical at all no. at all uh but yeah we just i like weird shit <laughs> <laughs> i i, I want to say it start it probably started with the unsolved mysteries I, i'm sure it did yeah that x-files x-files horror movies you know i'm a fan of all that stuff so and, and even america's most wanted because it's but like it's, there's bad shit that happens to people and you want to you want justice for what for what's been done you want these cases solved you want to you want to find it's not, a, nothing can ever repair someone who's who has been murdered or has been brutalized but in a world where we have laws you hope that it, the person who has perpetrated this or persons doesn't get away with it. They get their we, just desserts. We cast a broad net because we can talk about Albert Fish, but then we can talk about a missing person or we can talk about UFOs or we can talk about conspiracies or we can talk about monsters, you know, or ghosts or whatever. Like it's also a way to give our brains a break for when we've gone a little too into the dark. Yeah, zone. Or, or we could talk about Alex Jones or, you know, <laughs> which was funny. Yeah. You know, there's <laughs> comedy episodes and then there's darker, serious episodes. And this, this month is spooky season. So it's darker. Yeah. You know, yeah. next week is, is going to be dark, too, but it's it's interesting. Um, when do we do some funny shit with our dark? I don't well, mean making fun of the dark. I mean, like... Uh, we're doing it right now. Oh. Why do you think we're reading these questions off? Well, no, I thought I thought our Halloween episode. I'm excited That'll be... This. Yeah, it's lighter. That's going to be Yeah, silly. it's going to be some, some dumbassery there. So, you know, stay you know, tuned for it'll that. It'll be creepy, but it's called the Spookies for a reason, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, Greg Ian Walker writes... I listen to your podcast and consider myself an anti-vaxxer. I believe COVID is no worse than the flu. <sighs> I do not like the idea of allowing the government to inject a microchip into my body in order to track my whereabouts. Wow. Well, do you have Wi-Fi? Do uh, you have a phone? Yeah. Do you have a computer? I bet he does. Do you know your phone's a computer? Yeah. Do you have a smart TV? Meaning anything from the past five years? 
I don't know if he does or not. I don't know that. Most That's people kind of, do. But he has a phone or he's written to us electronically. So. Okay. So uh, where do you think those microchips already are? Why would they need to inject one into you? Everything else aside, everything else aside about the We're vaccine. We're under constant surveillance. We are in a surveillance state already. Yeah. Okay? Edward Snowden, guys. Edward yeah, Snowden. this isn't like, you know, conspiracy wormhole shit. This is just kind of a common sense thing. This has been going on for a long time. Um, some countries longer than us because they've gotten some these bigger cities like London and they need they need them. They have cameras everywhere and it's been helpful, but it has also been unhelpful when they're <laughs> Look, maybe doing some, you know, believe in- sketchy shit. We believe in vaccines, okay? Mm-hmm. If you don't believe in that, that's fine. You want to listen to podcasts, you know, that's fine. I'm, I'm not against you listening to the podcast, but we're not anti-vaxxers. It know? is worse than the fucking flu, though. And look, let's say, let's say it won't kill you, okay? But do you want to get the long, long-term effects of COVID? Because a lot of people do. They have myocardia now, uh, which is, is an inflammation of the lining of the heart. That is lifelong they have problems with their lungs that are lifelong. They can't smell. They can't taste. These are people who have had the... This is going on a year now. They and I still can't say, taste I can't, and smell. Do you want long-term effects? Do you want a chronic illness for the rest of your fucking life? I can't tell if this guy is right or left because this could be right or yeah, left. Yeah, it's so dumb. This is so fucking dumb. I just don't understand it. You know, people had a, a moral responsibility. They at least felt the need to help out their fellow man and neighbor. It had nothing to do with religion. It had everything to do with protecting each other. And they went and they got vaccines before they were even as safe as they are now. We failed. Okay? They eradicated smallpox. So the greatest generation helped fucking do that for us. Uh-oh. And they almost did it with polio, too. F-bombs. So it's really, it's really upsetting to me. And by the way, did you... Hey, dude, did you ever get measles or mumps or rubella? I had to get a shot when or I went. Or diphtheria. I had to get vaccinated when I went to college. I had to get all that fucking shit. I still have a record of all my vaccines, by the way. I have an entire fucking page of it. My mom held on to the weirdest this, shit. Though, She's got this, too. We're not sheep. The reason that we take this seriously. It's public health. Is be- Well, it's also been personal because we actually know people yeah. died of it. My fucking I grandmother died. I also know people who didn't die of it. I know people who are fine, but I, you know, don't take the risk. Why take the risk? I'm also chronically ill. And for me, I have a much higher mortality rate or risk involved if I were to contract this disease. My mother, who has late stage Parkinson's disease, would die. Absolutely, uh- she would fucking die. My grandmother died and she didn't... She, didn't really have any serious uh, pre-existing conditions. She was just old. And it was because people weren't wearing their fucking masks. People weren't staying fucking home. People weren't doing what they needed to goddamn do. And it got into our nursing home and it killed her and 11 or 12 other people. That's horrible. Yeah. Okay. I'm not alone. And then there's like labor shortages and supply chain problems. And we're like, huh, well, 715,000 fucking Americans have died here alone. And there's a problem with just even manufacturing enough vaccine to get to the rest of the world. I'm pissed about that. But I'm even more pissed that that motherfuckers who are so goddamn selfish to not get a vaccine, it's not about you. It's not about your body. It's about protecting everyone around you. Because you might get it and be fine, but the person next to you that you gave it to could fucking die. And that's what makes me fucking pissed. And I will always probably forever be mad about this because it's a watershed moment and it's something that, honestly, it shows me exactly what your fucking character is. And I've literally dumped people out of my life for this shit alone because it is that infuriating to me because clearly they don't give a fuck about me if they didn't just, des- if they decide they're not going to get a vaccine. They don't give a fuck if they make me sick, do they then? They don't care. They don't think it's, they think it's fine if I get sick. You know how galling that is? That's absolutely galling. Excuse me while I pop off on this shit, but it really does infuriate I, me. I told you not that. to get a fucking vaccine. It's so fucking easy. It's safe. It is safe as shit. And the only reason, the only fucking reason you should not be getting a vaccine is if, if you have a pre-existing condition that would cause anaphylaxis. All right, it's rare. It's fucking rare. And the people who usually have that, may, they might have a poultry allergy that could cause it. They might have an allergy to the base that the drug is in that could cause it or they might have they might be survivors of polio well, we, i met a lady who was we, like that she it. can't get one and we should be protecting those people or people who have no immune systems whatsoever like babies but i've gotten two emails stephanie from, <laughs> from people in los angeles who tell me that homeless people are turning into monsters after getting the vaccine <laughs> oh my fucking god 
fucking just get, get a fucking vaccine. Get the vaccine. Get the fucking I, vaccine. I'm not as passionate about this as Stephanie, but I'm you know I I'm for the vaccine. So well, it really sucks when your grandma dies and you didn't get to see her for a whole fucking year, and then you couldn't go to the fucking funeral because you didn't know if your shitty goddamn relatives would you know wear a mask or something. So I didn't feel even safe enough to go and grieve properly. Still haven't even gone to her grave. I hate this. I hate everything about this. I'm tired of wearing a mask. I'm tired of carrying everyone's fucking water. I'm tired. Okay? I'm fucking tired. Aren't you tired? Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking tired. Get the fucking vaccine. There's no fucking, I don't know, nanobot inside of it. You're wearing the microchip in your pants. Mine's in my ass. But <laughs> aliens Stop put it there. Stop being a fucking cunt and get the fucking vaccine. That's all. When I was abducted and they took me up into the ship <laughs> they inserted it into my anus it's been there ever since <laughs> okay so kevin hastings says first off i want to say that i'm enjoying your podcast well thank you kevin thank you kevin but i am disappointed that Uh-oh. michael believes in studying race and iq what possible benefit could come from such research i actually asked him this Today. Uh, my answer, knowledge. Kevin, are you suggesting that we should censor science so we don't hurt people's feelings? Science doesn't care about your feelings. <laughs> when people seeking the truth are being immediately targeted for abuse and stigma, it matters. I am concerned about such research being used as a justification for what is known as scientific racism. There is a history. The British Empire used it to justify slavery and colonialism. Mm-hmm. So did our own country. The Nazis used it to justify genocide. You know, the thing that, you know, the Twitter wokes and the alt-right both agree doesn't exist, the, the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah. In Texas right now, they're trying to say, we need to, we need to teach the other side of the Holocaust. What is that, Mein Kampf? I want to know. I would say that I don't believe IQ should define anyone's worth as a person. You can be a good person with a low IQ. Yeah. You can be a, a awful person with a high IQ. Oh, I've met smart people who are garbage people. <laughs> like me. <laughs> Learning is never a bad thing. We have a moral obligation to make sure science is never used to validate racism or discrimination. And let's remember, white people typically do not have the highest IQs. That's what is lost in this argument. Is It's not like white people on top and black people on the bottom. White people are below Asians and Persian. You know, They're, people, they're I, below everybody else. Yeah. And I thought I actually find that really funny. I, I find some shade in Freud in that. I mean, they're not at the bottom, but but they're they're not at the top. Either. They're not at the top. Denying not near, genetics, not even near. Denying genetics <laughs> isn't shutting down racism. It's fueling it. Wokesters, especially white liberals on social media, cannot seem to hold the two falling thoughts in their brain at the same time. Racism and sexism are ignorant, disgusting, and have wrought enormous damage and pain. And that unavoidable natural differences between races and genders can still exist. Yeah. You can be different. Doesn't mean inferior. Those it doesn't mean bad. Things. Yeah. Di- different is not bad. I like different. I like different. In fact, I, I seek it out. It's one of the things I really loved about being a makeup artist. I know I'm digressing. Yeah. But I love being able to paint faces of all different colors and shapes and features. Yeah, and it's fine. It's fun. And it's, I love finding the I beauty. don't want everyone the same. You I know? don't, it's boring. There is an element of the communist, and look, we're not, I'm not one of those people who goes around calling liberals communists. I'm a liberal. <laughs> but there is an element of that ideology that's like... You call me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm a socialist, but uh, <laughs> there is an element of that ideology, though, that wants everybody to be the same, and it creeps me out. Yeah. You know, and we all got to think the same. It's like, that's not the world I want to live in. I, I'm Homogenization. Looking for, I'm looking for a world that where we have more um, homogeny when it comes to money. Because yeah. we need to redistribute the wealth. And I, I know that's, that's, that's crazy. But look, y'all aren't going to turn into Elon Musk and suddenly become fucking billionaires. None of you are. They're just going to die in the basement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor holding the controller. Poor. Poor. And holding I, the controller. There should be more equity when it concerns money. And there should be more equity when it when it concerns human rights and how we have uh, these things with, with throughout the world. Okay? Okay. I'm going to finish my point. All right. One of my issues with woke culture is that it teaches everyone to see themselves, to think of themselves as a part of a racial group. I don't want to live in a world where children see themselves as a part of a racial group first. No. They look at, you know, I am this, you're that. Everyone should be judged by the quality of their character, not their skin color. All of us should be free thinkers. And I know that on the internet that's a bad word because that associates you with the alt-right. I'm a free thinker and I'm on the left. I'm a leftist. Mm -hmm. 
not regurgitating empty talking points, which is what MSNBC and CNN and Fox all do. Yeah, they all want to enrage everybody. I judge everyone on a person-by-person basis. I am not impressed that you're black or white or gay or trans. I am interested in the individual. There's interesting individuals in all those groups. Mm -hmm. I know them. We are all human, and that's what matters to me. Enough with the labels already. And I want to say this. My philosophy in life is question everything. Never believe in anything 100%. Because mm-hmm. you shouldn't. You should always have doubt. That's what faith is, is with some doubt. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree. That was something that I, when I was reading a lot of C- Sylvia Brown, she would always say that, actually. Yeah, you got to have say, some doubt. Have some doubt. <laughs> she would say never blindly go into it. Blind faith is not a good, good the thing. The problem is, too, is that science has become a dogma. And yeah, that's disgusting. That's, that's a that's, weird thing. That's anti-science. Yeah. Because it, it also doesn't allow for new ideas. It kind of reminds me of during the Enlightenment period or yeah. the Renaissance, maybe. Uh, and you'd have Copernicus and these other people go, hey, shit's round. <laughs> yeah. Earth goes around the sun. <laughs> the earth is round. And, and they're like, um, no, no. Because scientific fact and theory have already determined that everything is flat. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. It can't be it. That should, that's one of our taglines. You know, like X-Files says, the truth is out there. Ours is question everything. <laughs> Not deny everything. Okay, Cindy Barone. <laughs> deny everything. That's, a, that's an X-Files tagline. Mr. X says it. Uh, Cindy Barone writes, Michael, stop associating mental illness with serial killers. Serial killers are evil people who do evil things. It's not any more complex than that. That's you, too simplistic. You shouldn't have empathy for a monster like Albert Fish. Uh, yeah, that's very black and white. They're yeah. just evil. Well, then just throw them away because they're not human. I have sympathy for what he went through as a child and that he didn't have a chance as an adult to be normal. Yeah, he wasn't born. He, I don't think he was be, born evil. Yeah. yeah, he committed evil acts. This, something was done to him to turn his to sour his brain, right? Many, many things were done to him. I, I don't like the word and evil. Then he had, and then he had brain damage on top of He's that. He's not a cartoon character. And that is a failure of human beings to take care of one of our own and to make sure that, again, when I said it was a failure of those authority in authority to take care of the weakest amongst us, I also met Albert Fish when he was a child because if that hadn't happened to him, if he hadn't been abused and then suffered a head injury on top of having pre-existing mental health in his family history, this could have been avoided. Well, here's the weird thing. It could have all been avoided. It never should have happened. When we have a mass shooting, mm-hmm. when we have some tragedy, somebody goes and kills a bunch of people. They'll always say, well, this person had schizophrenia or he was diagnosed with something and we need more funding for mental health. Right. But then these same people say, but mental health has nothing to do with evil. And no, it's like, well, why do you want funding for mental health if, if that's the reason? Yeah, pick one. You know, this is like the Joker movie. There, I was watching something today. The guy was like, in actuality, people with mental health issues don't commit violence. Yes, yes they, they do. do. They do all the time. They commit violence against themselves. Yes, Albert Fish did. So I can tell you as someone with, who struggles with... Um, Self-harm in <laughs> teens is a mental illness. Is a mental illness. I've, I still struggle with depression, with major depressive disorder. It's, it's We're hard. We're not stigmatizing here, guys. I am destigmatizing it. What I'm saying is that... You, if we were taking care of it properly, we could maybe avoid some of these things happening. If we were watching out for our kids and watching out even for young adults who have children, too, who who they didn't have a great start in their life. And they're now uh, making the, the cycle of, of abuse continue by not taking care of people, by not investing in people. This person... This You're allowing it to, to keep happening. Cindy, this person, Cindy Barone, would be the kind of person that you know, 200 years ago would have people locked up in those awful asylums mm-hmm. and tortured. Or just burn them at the stake because yeah. they're evil. Evil. And it's it would be very easy. Look, even with my own, I would say my own spiritual lexicon where I think of people like spiritually have they turned to the dark side or the light, which sounds like some Star Wars shit. But I don't not. believe in that. Um, I still, still always think about the implications of mental health involved in that. Because that's important. It's it's not just a black and white statement on on somebody. I believe Jeffrey Dahmer committed horrible acts, but I don't believe he's evil. I think he's he's deranged. Yeah, there's something really wrong with him. The way he speaks, mm-hmm. there's an affect. You know, it's it's not this thing of to me. He doesn't even come across as predatory. He comes across as sick. And yeah, that's, that's and he seems to be aware that he's not normal or right. Albert Fish, 
you know, I think he had an awareness. The world that he wasn't is better normal. off with Albert. Yeah, uh, Albert Fitch. Not it's some a, of these people were created that way. It's though. a spectrum. Yeah, of mental illness. Okay, there's people with schizophrenia. Most people, they're fine. Look, I think some of them were born bad, and I don't mean well, they were. They like had, Cindy. Then no, no, no. I I do think some. So, look, uh, Ted Bundy. Bad from the get-go. Well... That motherfucker was bad from the he get-go. Is. That's because he's created this mythology at a good childhood, but it turns out he didn't. He's also, there's even been some suggestion he was the product of incest. Oh. Yeah. So that changes the game. Um... But yeah, I don't, I don't buy that. I, I, I believe there's evil acts, but not necessarily evil people. And that doesn't mean I look. There's people like this Brian guy who's missing now who killed Gabby. Fuck this guy. Put him in prison, okay? But I would like to stick electrodes up to his. We're ass. about justice here, but <laughs> I want some eye for an eye. There is shit. some complication. There, there, you have to approach this from a mental health standpoint when you're dealing with people who commit violence. Because it is, there is elements of that involved in all violent acts, right? And by denying it, then you're you're denying that we could prevent it, and that Jody, was my point. Jody Harris, who we're going to talk about, is clearly there's something wrong with her too. You know, so, to people for people who don't know who she is, just quickly, who is Jody? Uh, Harris? She's a woman who murdered her lover, horribly murdered her lover, stabbed him like twenty times, and shot him in the head. It's a famous case. I'm pretty sure people mm-hmm. have heard that name. She's crazy, though. She, she's batshit. <laughs> she's stark raving mad. We're going to get into it on that one. She's like Stephanie when she drinks a lot of caffeine. Oh, hell. <laughs> so, anyway, moving on. Mark James asks, sounds like a Bible verse, Mark James. Who are your favorite comedians? None. <laughs> I don't like comedians. What are you talking? Uh, the media? They're full of shit. <laughs> Smart Fox News? CNN? I don't know. Woke comedy is not funny to me. There's no such thing as woke comedy. I like Bill Burr. I liked George Carlin and Bill Hicks. Bill Burr is entertaining as a personality to me. I think his comedy. He's funny is in really Star funny. Wars, and he's funny, you know, when he's on TV or whatever. But oh, there's a British comedian there. I, I really find like. comedians cringy. What's his name? It's like James Howard or something. He's really funny. Stephanie was like, you know, have a sense of humor. He no. doesn't. He doesn't even laugh at my jokes. You know how hard I'm like acting like a fool twenty four seven. His ass is just looking at me like what. What? I guarantee... Well, you've laughed at several, several things I've said. Yeah, but you don't laugh at any of my jokes. Comedians... They never hit The good you. comedians don't laugh at other people. That's the secret. That's, <sighs> yeah, it's always been the secret. I still think Kathy Griffin is funny. So there. Yeah, if you like torture. <laughs> She's funny like the Iron Maiden. Yeah, that's because she... she She's always like is twisting the men up in knots. No, it's because all she does is talk about celebrities, and I think celebrities are boring. I think they're... It's funny. Because I don't really like celebrities, and I think it's funny. You do like celebrities. You like Kathy Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> you like Kathy Griffin and a bunch of pop singers and a bunch of fucking actors. So you like Henry. He's a celebrity. Henry is dreamy. You're I like a, to sing. What like, is wrong with like, liking to sing? Like everybody else on Twitter, you're addicted to celebrities. I'm not really addicted to celebrities. So. don't watch the Kardashians or any of the other That doesn't mean you TV. don't like celebrities. We all like celebrities. You just said you like Bill Burr. He's a celebrity. Well, he's funny. I know, but he's a celebrity. He's a comedian. I'm just... Ca- Robin Williams is probably one of the greatest Yeah, I like Robin Williams. He was funny. ever live. Look, and the other thing I'm going to say, women in general are just not funny. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm going to say this. Jesus fucking Christ. Christian, Kristen Wiig is funny. She's funny, but as an actress, I don't care about her. If she did stand up, I'd probably... It I bore, bet it. I bet it was good. It, no, it bore me to tears because probably I, not. But I don't like the men are that funny either. It's not a sexist thing. I just Ugh. don't find them funny. I find them tedious. Michael has like no sense of humor. My sense of humor is rooted in it's not just getting up there and just going ho 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 ho. ho you know, in this situation. Oh, ho, ho, ho. oh, Nick Kroll is also really fucking funny. And Key and Peele, obviously. Also, these comedians are a bunch of dumbasses who go on Joe Rogan and bitch. Hannibal Burris. I love him. He, they all go on Joe Rogan. <laughs> Hannibal Burris. All the comedians go on Joe Rogan and bitch about having to take shots and having the vaccines and, and free speech, man. They're ruining our free speech. Well, those are the comedians that have lost me. I really like Chappelle. And uh, there's been some issues with Chappelle. Actually, more I've been more irritated with him about the vaccine shit. That's 90% of the comedians, including That's, a lot of the female comedians, I know, by the way. That, that you're, that you're like, oh, they're great. No, they're not. No, the ones who are just like ignoring the vaccine and they're like, I just want to do shows. And it's like, well, you know, it's not safe yet. And then they're spreading the virus all over the place. All they these fucking woke comedians are fucking jokes. Fuck them. <laughs> there, I said the F word. Finally. Okay. Frederick Coffin asks, I like this name, Coffin. Will you ever do an episode on societal collapse? What causes it? I sense the end is near. My answer, 
what what causes it is uh, YouTube and social media. Fox, Facebook. It certainly ruined how people watch movies. Yeah. Uh, will we ever do an episode on society's failing or societal collapse? Yes, I do plan on doing that next year. Um, what are the causes of societal collapse, Stephanie? What do you think? Uh, late stage capitalism and social media run amok. Yeah. Of all societies and all generations? A lot of it was late stage capitalism in a lot of societies, don't you think? No. Because the rich are just trampling everybody. There's, there's but a, there's a stagnation that happens within. It's what's causing this collapse right now. But in general, it's like natural catastrophe, mm-hmm. cognitive decline, which is interesting because it's like as societies progress, the people's IQs go down, which I didn't know. What this. about the Roman Empire? Because they were forever. Cognitive decline. <laughs> stagnation there's, but they a, have stagnation there's a cultural stagnation yeah. and we're getting that now because we as a culture it's over <laughs> you know it's over it's over we have nothing to offer really we just <laughs> we regurgitate the same movies over and over again yeah i mean honestly if you want to look at like books and movies there isn't a lot of we don't come up with purely, anything new and i purely. love the movie well, we still go to movies and we're gonna watch these fucking sequels and all this but it's the same shit over and over again yeah there's well i mean Everything is a cycle, and things are cyclical, and the same kinds of stories are being told over and over There's only so many stories to tell. That's what I'm getting at. But Uh, that being said, they aren't even trying to really go that innovative. And the comedians aren't funny anymore. This is, again, cultural stagnation, male and female. So there we go. Boom. I got him. (laughs) Bill Maher. He stagnated into dog shit. Oh, he just went full boomer dumbass. Yeah. Didn't he? That happens to everyone that get old, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Never uh, go full boomer. Never. Famine. That's another cause. Right. Uh, economic depression. Collapse. You know, that could happen any day now. Plagues. Yeah. Plagues. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that happened with the birth of agriculture. That's when that became a thing. Internal strife, which we're really suffering from right now in America. <laughs> we're ki- oh, it's worldwide. Yeah. But it, it's because of social media. A guy in parliament in the UK just got stabbed to death. So yeah. for having a town hall and some wackadoo... Decided to kill him. Apparently, yeah, and I thought he was a moderate. Apparently he wasn't. But he did, he was against fox hunting, so I'll give him that, so. Can't be all bad if you Yeah, he was like a, he was an hunting. animal rights activist. Yeah. He was just, a, he hated gay people and women, so. Oh, uh, well, then fuck that guy. <laughs> well, he was, against, <laughs> he was against abortion and gay rights, so yeah, he was. Yeah, fuck I, that I, guy. I don't agree with his politics. Yeah, fuck that. But that's not why he was killed, I bet. Uh, he was probably. It's ki- probably because he wasn't, like, conservative enough. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he was a Brexiteer. Uh. Yeah, America's clearly suffering in the last in, in internal strife. Uh, and yeah, disease. Outbra- We've never been great, though. This idea that America was once great. I'm like, since when? To who? White people who were rich? White dudes? It was only rich white dudes it was probably ever good for. Stay woke, Stephanie. Stay Has woke. it been really great for the rest of us, though? Stay no. woke. And maybe those who were close to the rich white people, the rich white dudes, so maybe their wives benefited somewhat. But I, mm. I don't hate rich white people. I just hate rich people in general. Just rich people suck. I hate rich black people. I hate rich Asians. I hate rich white people. <laughs> I hate rich women. I hate rich trans people. Can we agree that rich white people are probably the worst, though? No, they're all bad. They're I all mean, bad. Yeah, I know, but white people. Minorities with money act like white people. This oh, is what yeah, you're yeah. forgetting. I know. This OG is a hot Simpson. take. No, yeah, yeah, no. Because no. OJ Simpson is a prime example of uh, that. The other one I was watching is uh, Demi Lovato. She's a. She, I was watching yeah. that guy analyze her body behavior last night. That guy we're watching. She is batshit. She, she is a narcissist. Yeah. She is a malignant narcissist. No, I, yeah, I don't think that she's just, she's, you know, ha- has mental issues. No, I think there's something fucking wrong with her. She on is, a human level. She is not a good person. That's what I'm getting at. She is not a good person. She's like Amber Heard. Yeah. Are you? No. Hey. <laughs> anyway, uh, did you know that the denizens of Easter Island, that society, uh, they so destroyed their environment uh, that by around 1600, the society fell into a downward spiral of warfare, cannibalism, and population decline. Yeah, because there were no trees left. Yeah, and that's what happens. It just it, it they take if a- you destroy your ecosystem and there's nowhere to eat or drink. You're it tends starve to starve, and that's going to break your it <laughs> tends to happen society. Ab- historically, it tends to happen abruptly. The the fall of a society. I yeah. think by the, well, I think the warning signs are there. I think the middle of this century is where you'll really start to see things become chaotic. Oh, nice! Like you know the toilet paper. No, 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 no! It's going to be you're going to have cities flooded. They're going to have to erect floodgates because of the rising sea level. Meanwhile, the Earth is going. Capitalism to get is going hotter. to be regarded as 
failed. Uh, but you're also going to see some technological innovations, and, and I think that's the way we'll get through things. He thinks that. I don't think that. Well, that's you and Knowles, so. No, I don't think we're going to technological ourselves out of this fucking mess. I just don't We have already happening. done that, though. How? We, wow. People have been risen out of poverty, but that there was more people in poverty 20 years ago than there is now. And yet our earth is on fire. Eh, it's going to be fine. And now, see, Knowles would say you're you're being, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the word for, uh, you're being, uh, Cynical? Yeah, about that. Or you're, you're trying to you're trying to be an alarmist. That's what it is. You're being alarmist about the earth on fire. I think that is a little alarmist. It's not going to be on fire. It's going to be hot. Yeah, that means large groups of people will not be able to habitate parts of the world they've been living in. Some societies are going to fall. And that's going to create a lot of strife when they need to come Some to our Some societies country. are going to fall, Stephanie. It's going to fuck up a lot of areas around the world. And that's the when way... everyone close to the equator can't live there what? anymore. That's history. Is societies falling and rising, falling and rising, falling and rising. I don't want to live through it, though. We probably won't, because we'll probably be dead by 2050. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, how old will we be? Uh, uh, 25? I'll, I'll, I'll be a, a, a nice young 30. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I drink that the blood of make, virgins. It doesn't make I any sense, age. but whatever. Yeah, well, you know, time travel and witchcraft. There you go. That's how it happens. He tortures me, you guys. Yes, but it, it's it's definitely up our alley. So he talks about this shit for weeks before we even get yeah. to the episode. For it, weeks. It's, I've been talking about this week. Oh, no, it's been weeks. I've been trying to prepare you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> no, lulling you into this nightmare. Just weeks and weeks on all these psychos, and I'm like, Man, let me just. And then we're going to talk about boring Halloween, history of Halloween, blah, 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 whatever. I love Halloween. I'll be drunk, so I don't care. Anyway, where can they find us? You can find us at the Spookies Podcast at gmail.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you haven't done so already, like and subscribe wherever you are. Apple. Apple. Leave leave us. Tell us, write reviews. reviews so we don't suck. Yeah. Help a bitch out here, yeah. man. <laughs> help help me out. You can find me and call me a racist at Agent Bigfoot on Twitter and Spooky Michael on Instagram, where I really don't post anymore because I have nothing to say. So, all right. Hey, you're leaving out my socials. I don't get to count. No, you don't. Just me. Fuck Just you. Go ahead. I'm at Steffi Hell Yeah on Twitter. Yeah. And I, I'm much more active there than I am on Instagram. I'm terrible at Instagram. I'm sorry. I try. I'm trying. What about TikTok? <laughs> Stephanie Hell yeah on Instagram. I've given up on TikTok. I need to I need to get a tripod so I can make more of the videos something because the algorithm on Instagram rewards videos and not static posts. I don't make videos. It's all cringe to me and I don't want to do it, but um we need to get this podcast off the ground. Yeah. So I'm going to be doing things that I feel uncomfortable doing, and you can come along for that ride and watch me do it if you'd like. Yep. <laughs> And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.
Thank you.